Death Goes Digital. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022 and the seventh edition of The Art of Memorialising, an audio newsletter by me, Peter Billingham, from Death Goes Digital and Memorable Words Eulogy Writing Services. The Art of Memorialising curates news on digital immortality, digital legacy, digital life curation and all things hashtag death tech. My aim is to keep you updated with this change in marketplace, to help you learn about trends and to find potential opportunities to grow your end-of-life or funeral marketplace business. Thanks for being here. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe now so you can be the first to receive the art of memorialising each month. In this issue, we ask the question, which is better, New Year's resolutions or New Year's intentions. What will you find in this issue? Well, what is the difference between a New Year resolution and a New Year intention? And does it really matter? Which digital legacy platform could be right for you? And we're going to have some of Pete's death tech, well I would call them predictions, but they're not. They're wonderings for 2022. Which is better? New Year's resolutions or New Year intentions? I'm not one for making New Year resolutions or predictions for that matter. Why? If you're like me, while January is still in single digits, I've broken them. Do you know what I mean? When you set resolutions, they become fixed boundaries, easy to break. And this sets us up for feeling as if we failed before the year has even started, regardless of the progress we may have made. It's not the best way to start the new year. But there is an alternative. I make New Year intentions instead. Setting a New Year intention instead offers us flexibility so we can approach our goals for the new year with much more compassion for ourselves, It's a far better way to start the new year. It's the same with making predictions. I don't make them. If there is anything I learned from January 2020, it was, we never expected how 2020 would turn out. And there's no throwbacks here to the old Monty Python sketch about nobody expecting. Here is an interesting prediction. The fantastic advances in the field of electronic communication constitute a greater danger to the privacy of the individual. Earl Warren would never have expected how his prediction would become truth and reality. Earl Warren was an American politician and jurist. Warren served as the 30th Governor of California and as the 14th Chief Justice of the United States. I'm not sure when he said these insightful words, but he died in 1974. How prophetic are his words? Privacy concerns are everywhere. So I don't make resolutions, but intentions. I don't make predictions, but I have wonderings. I wonder if. I'm wondering if the need for privacy will develop beyond whatever Warren could have imagined. Our prolific use of online products, services, shopping and no end of other apps and social media sites causes us privacy choices. But my wonderings are, will we see such positive choices coming from curating 
or adapting so much of our life online, regardless of the issues of privacy? Or have we lost our right to privacy anyway? I passed a billboard this week advertising EE Full Fibre Max Broadband. It said, Connects 100 devices all at once so you can download music, stream sport, enjoy glitch-free gaming and even land an aircraft all at the same time because it can really handle anything you throw at it. At one time, having two or three internet devices connected in our homes seemed a lot. Now a 100 doesn't seem so crazy after all. And each one of those connections comes with its privacy concerns. I think it would amaze Warren how true his prediction was. Startup Spotlights The most frequent questions I receive into the newsletter are asking about the growing number of startups in the end-of-life marketplace. For example, which digital legacy platform is the most secure? There are so many new ways for me to secure my digital legacy. How can I know which is best? What happens if the platform goes bust? Why should I pay when so many offer the service for free? We could label all digital legacy startups with the hashtag death tech. But I think that limits many of the innovation platforms that are being developed. Some offer secure ways to plan your death and others offer exciting ways to capture life. Since I started Death Goes Digital in 2016, the language around digital legacy has taken a significant and positive change forwards. Whereas it was once, you better do this before you die, now it's more about the positive choices you can take to curate your life online. So I thought the best way to start 2022 was to give you a list of all the startups I've highlighted in the newsletter so far just to celebrate all the exciting innovation taking place. Check back to the newsletter archive for more information on each Spotlight startup. In December, we looked at Vocapsule and Recordis. In November, we looked at MindBank AI and Hereafter AI. October, Live Will and Lantern. September, White Balloon and Shared Affairs. August, after Cloud and Cake, and then in July, Good Trust and Memories. Have you heard of a startup in Death Tech? I would love to know. Email me at info at deathgoesdigital.com. So here are some of Pete's, not predictions, but wonderings for 2022. With a nod to my words, let's have a look at five of them. Number one. I'm wondering if Apple's legacy contact will make digital legacy a simple click. Apple have just released the updated iOS 15.2 and iPad OS 15.2, and the web has been buzzing with two key changes. One, its privacy report feature, and two, legacy contact. Once you enable the privacy report feature, you can see what private data each app is accessing on your device and how often it's happening. I think that that might be quite a scary report. Second, Apple's new legacy feature allows you to designate a friend or family member as a legacy contact, 
what a legacy contact can do and what they'll need before they can access your account data. Worth reading is an interesting article from Forbes magazine, Apple iOS 15.2, how to use its most awesome new feature. Number two, I'm wondering if the growth of direct cremation will continue. Direct cremation is the simple funeral choice for a growing number of families. The pandemic impacted this style of funeral, which is low cost and offers choices for a family over the traditional funeral service. Around 14% of all funerals in 2020 were direct cremation compared to 3% in 2019. It's not always cost icy driving the choice. Flexibility of location, simplicity and informality are as much reasons. Lockdown restrictions and social distancing provided many more people the opportunity to be part of a funeral from a distance through webcasting. Will it grow even more in 2022? The third wondering is I'm wondering if offering digital legacy advice or skills will become requisite. Care homes, hospices and senior living facilities are offering training and advice on digital legacy. Now here I'm wondering what opportunities this could provide to support this sector by digital legacy companies. For example, Compton Care is a leader in palliative care. Compton Care partners with people to embrace life with a complex or incurable condition. And it's interesting to see that they are offering a digital legacy workshop. So I'm wondering, will more similar service providers take the same opportunity to support their members? Could offering this training be an opportunity for your business? Wondering number four, I'm wondering if... Life curation apps will become the new must-have technology. I've been looking at the life curation platform Personal AI. The beta platform sent me an invitation to try the software. Personal AI allows you to speak, write or upload insights, information and experiences into your personal AI so you can recall your memories when you need them. Now these possibilities fascinate me but I'm frozen and stalled by the impacts of that decision to put my life online. What do you think about doing this? Over the coming year, I may try an experiment and see what curating your life online is like. But then again, this is not a resolution. It's not even an intention. It's just a wondering. It was interesting to see here after AI offering gift subscriptions in the run-up to Christmas. This truly is a gift that will keep on giving forever. And number five, I'm wondering if major digital legacy players will come to the fore in 2022. How can you know if the service you have paid for delivering posthumous messages worked? And if it didn't, what can you do about it? Okay, it sounds a silly question, but seeing several digital legacy and funeral planning websites close, I think it's a valid one. Who will become the major players as digital legacy becomes mainstream? 
Good Trust, who we have profiled before, just raised a further $5 million to protect your digital legacy. It's fascinating to see the amounts of funding being invested into the marketplace, and it continues to make it worth watching in 2022. Sponsored product or service. Are you interested in sharing your new product or service with the readers of The Art of Memorialising? Spaces are becoming limited for using this sponsorship opportunity in 2022. Until March, we are offering 50% reduction in the monthly sponsorship investment. So now is the time to secure your month in 2022 before it's taken or the price increases. If you would like to know more about sponsoring your product or service, please write to me at info at deathgoesdigital.com. And as we bring this episode of the newsletter towards a close, who do you know who would find this information interesting? Please can you forward the email to them? It would mean the world to me and I would be very grateful. I'd also love to hear from you. Thanks to those who have written to me and I'd like to start a conversation with you. You can write to me at info at deathgoesdigital.com. Until next month, keep safe and keep going. This is Pete. Death Goes Digital. 